0: Erek Bay's Mishnah Gimel, we open up with a brief introduction. So till now we've learned two different um, categories of Mitzios. There are those that you can keep, Eil Mitzios Shalai, and there are those that you're chayv to L'Hachris, to call out and see if you can find who is the one that lost it and return it. So now Mishnah Gimel, we're going to learn a shlishi, third category of Mitzios, and that is those she'asr and it's forbidden to touch them, don't touch them. Why? Maybe the owners put it there, they place it there specifically for it to be there. And they'll come back later and get it. So therefore don't touch it, we don't even deem it an aved a lost item. The Rambam writes as well, whoever finds something, whether it has a simmon, whether it doesn't have a simmon, if he finds it, it looks like someone placed it down there. Do, do not touch it. Maybe the owners put it there until they come back. And if you're going to take it, so then if it has no simmon, so now you just lost your friend's money. You caused your friend to lose his money. Why? Because how's he going to come claim it? Ain't la basav, it's got no simon. And even if it has a simon, you're being matriach, your friend, to start looking for you and to give a simon and get it back. So therefore, don't touch it. Just leave it there until the fellow comes back and takes it. This is all when it's derech hanach. You can tell that it's placed there. It's not derech nefilah. If you find something Derech that it looks like it fell down on the floor, it's a whole different category. But if it's something which is hanachah it's placed, just leave it. If I feel a even if you're unsure, below you don't know whether it was placed there Derech placed there specifically, or whether it's that it fell there, and it's a real Aveda, do not touch it. This is the third category of something which is Derech it's placed there specifically that you don't touch. And in addition, we'll also learn halachas of if you find something hidden in a wall. We'll see the different uh, halachic ramifications of how we discern who it belongs to, says the Mishnah. Matzer achah agafa, one who finds behind a stone or wooden wall, or acher a or behind a stone fence, Guzalis is baby chicks that are tied up by their wings. Veena catch a the tying, the knots are not a simmon, because everyone ties the same way or he finds them on the pathways by the fields do not touch them because it's possible that the owners put it there and they're going to come back and pick them up if the fine takes them you're going to cause a half of loss to the owners like we explained earlier have have them, however had they had a cement on these chicks so really it's a letter to the law you should take them and call them out because where they are is not really a guarded area but since there's no simon, like we explained earlier, the knot on the birds is not a simon. Everyone ties it the same way. In the location is neither a simon. We're talking about chicks that are mid, mid-, mid-, mid- They're like hopping around. Their, their wings are tied, but they can still hop around. So it's possible that they came from somewhere else. So location is not a sim either. Therefore, do not touch them, just leave them where they are. Matzakli Kleba Ashba, find the utensil in the ashba is the garbage or in a pile of dung. So Imakusa, if it's covered up, the kli is entirely covered up in the ashba. So you can see the it's being well guarded. Lo do not touch it. Afa, even if it has a cement. Since it's covered up and guarded well, we say that Vade most certainly the owners put it there, they're gonna come back and get it. It's not an Aveda. Imagula but if the kli is is, is revealed, sha'ina it's not guarded. No, till umachas, take it and call it out. And the gemara explains we're talking about a case where the ashba, this pile of dung or this garbage, is It's not going to be cleared away. So therefore, with It's not considered a lost item when you when you find something there. But if it's in an ashba, which is asul hispanos, it's meant to be cleared away. It's going to be cleared away in a, in a few days or whatever. And then it's, it's a lost item because the trash is going to be cleared away. No one's going to put something in the trash which will be cleared. And whether it's covered, whether it's uncovered, you can keep it. The finder can keep it. If the trash was initially not meant to be cleared away. And then the status changed that this trash will be cleared away. So whether it's covered, whether it's uncovered, take it and call it out. I met the woman and one of these words said with big caleb. the shain dark in the field. We know it wasn't. Just, it didn't just fall inside the trash, but it was placed there specifically. But if it's small kalim, uh, a knife or a fork, whether it's covered, whether it's uncovered, whether it's a trash which is meant to be cleared away or a trash which is just staying put, take it and call it out, because it's possible that somebody threw it out with their trash from they, when, they, when they were taking out of their house, and really, they don't want to. They don't want to be losing such an item. But if you find matmonim, hidden items, bagal, on a pile of stones, or in in an old wall, that you don't know who the builder is, the finder can keep it. Why? Because you can tell the owner of the pile of stones, or the owner of this old wall, that these hidden items are from the previous nations that were living here, and therefore I can keep it. As long as it's recognizable that it was really there a long time, like, you know, the item has rust on it, a lot of rust. The Rambam writes, and also that you find it matta mata all the the bottom, like, you know, all hidden, all, all hidden old things. Mara the Mara, if matters appear, it's a new hidden item. So even if you're mistabbing, if you have doubt about what this is, do not touch it. Mats if you find a hidden item because in a new wall. You know that the owner, you know that the fathers of the uh, Bala the owner of the wall, built it. You know where the builder is. They always owned the wall. So it's going to depend. If you find the hidden item in the thickness of the wall towards the Rabim, from halfway of the wall, towards outward, towards the public domain, for example, in one of the holes, uh, that are near the Rishish you go and it's recognizable. You know that it's been sitting there a long time. Like we explained earlier, there's a lot of rust on the item. Shalom, you can keep it. Because we can say, one of the people from the Rosh Hashanah placed it there. He forgot about it. And when remember, he gave up hope. He was meyayesh. So since it's not a guarded area, I feel if yesh even if the matter, even if the item has a simmon, you can keep it. Not a problem. But mechetzu velefnim, if you find it, it's positioned in the thickness of the wall from halfway in and towards the inside of the wall. So then shall belongs to the bal bayes, to the owner of the, of the, of the wall. And the Gemara explains that the Mishnah is coming to teach us the case If you go in, for example, if you find in the wall, like a slab of silver, or a slab of gold, so we cannot prove from which direction was it entered into the wall, whether it was entered from the outside, from the public domain, or inside from the Baal Bayis. If you find something that you can prove which direction it was placed in there, we go after that proof. If you can prove that it came from the Baal even though it's tilting more towards the outside, it would belong to the Baal bias. If you can prove that it came from outside, even if you find it from the Chetz, from halfway in, and inside towards the Baal bias, the finder himself can keep it. For example, you find like a knife. So you look at the handle. Where is the handle? Wherever the handle is, it proves where it was placed from. If the handle is towards the outside, we can certainly assume a person from the public domain placed it there. If the handle is towards the inside, we can safely assume the owner himself placed it there. So if, if, if from halfway and inward would it belong to the Baal bias, the Rambam writes, i only saying these words, so the Baal bias claims that this item belongs to him there was a Yarsh in there, well, Ta'ina for him, maybe it belongs to his father, and he dropped it down to Yerusha, but if he admits, that this is just a lost item, I don't know anything about it, then of course the finder, the finder can keep it. And the Mishnah concludes, say a person is renting out, a space that so he's renting out his house, to other people, there are many people already living in that home. In that home, so then he finds something inside the house. He finds it under the bed in the house. I feel find the, the, the finder can keep it. Why? You don't know who it belonged to. Ubal and the owners were most certainly miyash. They have a hope from it. And the Gemara explains. He rented his house out to three gayim all well, at the same time, or even to two gayim and one Jew. Shahayil uh, V'Nasa basically, since his house is like a hotel, it's like it's like an Airbnb. So if you call calling them to bow, anything that's found there, even inside the home, the finder can keep it. If the last dweller, it was just one guy. See the same halacha. If you have Jews living in it, one after the other, so we'll say. I'll we'll assume as the item belonged to the last renter in the home. If many Jews lived there at the, at the, at the very end. At the same time, or even if it was Robius, Yisraelim, again, Haq you'd be obligated to call it out and try to find who the rightful owner is. And mister Dalad, Matzah, if you find something that has no sim you find a lost item that has no simon, like money, for example, you find it in a store. So in the store, you have a lot of buyers that are walking in and out. So here, you could keep it. Why? Because we'll say that it fell from one of the buyers, and since many people are going in and out of the store, so the owner was certainly meyayish, and you could keep it. Some are far explained even if it has a, even if it had a similar you can keep it. Because it's because since there's so much traffic, the owners may Now if you find the item, behind like the table that separates the merchant to the buyers, obviously obviously fell from the merchant and it belongs to the merchant. if you find a mitsia before a Shulchani is a money changer. A He changes money. So if you find something before the money changer, you finder find you can keep it. Because we can say, it came from people that are approaching the money changer for business, and therefore the people are mayayish. If you find the mitzia behind the kisei, like there was a chair that was like served as a table for this Shulkhani for the money changer. And it's separated between the money changer and the buyers. So of course, our ilu shulchani will belong to the money changer, because most certainly it fell from him. And the Mishnah concludes: Peros want to buy his fruit, mechaver from his friend. Or shesheilach lochaver, or he sends he sends fruit to his friend. Shesheilach lochaver peros. What's the most? He finds money inside the fruit. You can keep it. The Gemara explains: Dafka emchaver. If your friend is a merchant, shekana seperos he buys the fruit from many people. If any doa, we don't know where this money came from. Because even shein b'msimen, since no simen, the owners of the yad she can keep the money. Av mechaveril lichtam. If his friend picked the fruit himself. From his own field, so vada. Of course, the money fell from him, and you'd to return it. And in how you throw, if the money was bundled up and it was tied up into some kind of pouch or something, no till o Of course, you got to take it and call it out. Why? Because the knot is a simmon. For to anything that has a simon in general, the owners are not v'yash, and therefore you'd have to return it. Be is to call out and see where the rightful owner is and return it.